customs and classic cars and trucks. Street Rod and Custom Radio is your inside track to today's automotive hobby. Now, here's your host, Dan Boots Longinette. It's another wonderful week in today's show. You'll have to keep me bolted down, Ryan, because I am pumped up. You uh, had a big weekend last weekend. I did. I did. And, you know, we're going to get a little regional here. And I'm sorry about that. Hold on, though. Chip Foose and he's Mac not, Tools he's worldwide. are not regional. No, I know, but but sometimes I try to keep the show more, you know, national. But but we we were very honored to have a we have a zoo up in where I live. I live in the Columbus, Ohio market. For some of you that don't know where it is, it's up in the middle of nowhere. We're the Buckeyes. <laughs> How's that? I hate Ohio. I love it's the it. Heart of the Midwest. Yeah, whatever. I love it from uh, well, let's see, June to now. <laughs> about a week from now, we're going to get killed. You know, we're going to get bad weather. We get, you know, your little hurricanes turn in our snowstorms. Your whatever turns in us. So, so anyway, we have the Columbus Zoo right here in our backyard. Number one zoo in the world. Yeah, and it's it's Google it. I guess it's right if you Google. But but Chip Foose, and I and I know we have other great tool sponsors, but Mac Tools is a wonderful sponsor to me personally. So I'm real good friends with the vice president. Robert's actually one of the best guys you ever meet. He's actually so nice. That I couldn't be as nice as he'll ever be if he failed at it. How's that? Yeah, he's way nicer. Guy he's than just you. a. I mean, he he's beyond nice. He sees the good in people that I don't like. I mean, he's an amazing man, and he 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 peels the onion back. And I've learned a lot from him. And you know, you're never uh, old dog can learn new tricks. And, and think about Chip and Robert and and even my other producer Randy and you. You know, you take all the people in your life. And you pick off them what you th- – I always feel like I'm that little uh, sucker shark on a shark. You ever see a shark swimming in the ocean? He's got the little fish. A little bottom feeder. No, he's on his side, kind of hanging out with the great white saying, you know what, I'm a bad boy too because you can't beat up that little fish because he's sucking on the baddest guy in the ocean, right? I mean, a shark, what great whites are bad. So what I'm saying is I take a lot of people that I look up to, and I don't care if you're 20. I don't care if you're 70. I don't care what your gender or any of that stuff. But if you're a positive person and you love the automobile, then I'll make a friend with you. But there's a guy named Tracy Renee, and we're going to have him and Robert both on the show here in a little bit. And as I teamed up with these guys over the years, it's increased my – I wouldn't know Alan Taylor. I wouldn't be on this show if it wasn't for Robert Holmes hooking me up with Chip Foose and Chip Foose sliding a business card saying, here, call Alan. And Ryan, we stumbled into each other. I mean, it's amazing how you look back in life and see how you've got – popular or you've made it in life or whatever got you to the levels in life you wanted to be at it's all about connections it really is yeah but i mean it's more than that though i i me and me and one of my best friends his daddy's also one of my best friends we talk about it all the time because we have a great group of friends it's just quality people people you would want to be around and i feel people like that attract people like that so you know you kind of get what you are you know, and you're a guy that just had passion for cars and a great work ethic, and you do anything for yeah. anyone, and that's why you end up with someone like Chip well, Foose and Robert Holmes. Well, and- you know, I got to tell you a story. This is another thing that's sad about our wonderful country. On, on the way here today, I had to stop at my house real quick, and I, and I live in a pretty exclusive neighborhood. I'm pretty fortunate there, but I'm pulling in the bottom of my neighborhood, and there's this real attractive fitness instructor lady broke down. And she has these two of the most adorable little girls in the back seat. One's probably four, and one's probably seven. So my big bald booty gets out of the car, and her, I'm like, "Hey, can I help you guys out?" She goes, "Yeah, I've got something wrong with the car." Well, she had an '06 or '05 Civic with a blown head gasket. I can obviously obviously tell what was going on because the other show. That's what I do. But I'm like, "Let me go change, and I'm going to help you out." So I go up the hill, and I come back, and I make friends with a little girl, and I finally said, "Here, take my keys. Just just take my car. I've got another car." And she's like, 
Are you kidding me? No, my husband will kill me. I said, well, get him on the phone. He can take, I got a brand new Mercedes SUV. Very costly car, you might say. And, and, and she wouldn't take my car. And I think it goes back to how many creepers there are in the world. And I feel bad for people that you just can't be genuine anymore. And, and, and I even left there, and my girlfriend even rolled up and stayed with her and the kids till the wrecker got there to tow her car away. Because I want to make sure those two little beautiful girls in that back of that car, some creeper didn't get to them. You know what I mean? And that's the type of guy I am. I want to help people. I will give you the shirt off my back. So that's like Chip Foose. I'm trying to be Chip Foose. Not because of that. I would do that before I knew Chip. But that's the type of guy he would. I, I was going to give her my car. And not, and I would. I probably wouldn't have got her license or anything. She'd probably let her drive away. But I can judge a book by its cover. I can typically tell when someone's a good person or not just by the first five minutes of talking to them. And, and you know, it is what it is. But, but you live life. If you see someone with a flat tire... Help them out. Yeah, help them out. If you see someone with a broke down car, help them out. If you see someone with a street rod, help them out. See them. Let's just be nice again. I'm so tired of everybody playing, well, it's not my problem. Well, no, it is your problem. We're all human beings. got to be nicer and uh, stand for our national anthem and everything. Because don't get me on that, but it's time we all take a deep breath and be nice. And then we, that we, we need more car guys. Basically. We do. Car guys are awesome. Because I'll tell you what, you'll never see any disrespect at a race car track, any of them. You know, the, 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 the competitors fight amongst each other, but I guarantee you, if one of them, their trailer broke down on the way home, even if they don't like each other on a the track, they'll help each other fix their trailer. And I'll take that bet with anybody. My worst enemies I'd help in, in on the racetrack. So, Street Rod and Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots, Longinette, and Ryan Baker in the Fishy Boat. The Craftsman C3 19.2-volt 3-speed impact driver boasts three user-selectable speeds to help you get your project done right. The low-speed setting helps with projects that require precise control. Medium speed prevents overdriving, and the high speed will give you the power and speed to get the job done fast, delivering up to 3,500 impacts per minute and over 1,600 inch-pounds of torque. Craftsman, made to make. Available at Craftsman.com, Sears.com, Sears Hometown, and Sears Hardware Stores. Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio, and I'm with Bob Folkstead, and Bob is the man at Creative Works. And Bob, before we get started, I always want to know who I'm talking to, so tell me a little bit about Bob. Where's Bob come from? Why do you have the passion for the automobile world? Well, Bob's been around cars since he was old enough to walk or even hold a wrench. Okay. Um, my dad's father was into cars, painted cars, kind of a coach builder. My dad owned a body shop and ran a body shop, a Chevrolet dealership. My uncle had a body shop. I'd say hot rods, custom cars, Corvettes, those things have been in my blood since I was an infant. So, Bob, what was the first car you ever owned when you were, like, knowing what you're telling me, you're probably 10 years old, you probably had a 57 Chevy or something. I had a 55, and then I had a 72 Cutlass uh, 442. And that's how you learn how to cool cars, because it's hard to cool an Oldsmobile. And that's nothing against Oldsmobile, but they're one of the hardest cars to keep cool. Yeah, usually the radiators were kind of, I don't know, I think in the early 70s, as you got further on, there was less drug testing in General Motors <laughs> or quality cars. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, everything, too, I we used to get an old radiator, and, and, and we'd look at it one time, my buddy goes, we'd cut one of them apart and look at the bottom of it. Man, it was my, it had solid mud in it. And I think yeah. I, people just don't flush the radiators on those old cars, and they sit around so much, and then they don't run cool. We wonder, we go try to buy fans and cool them down, and I guess if the air is not flowing, you're not getting it done, right? Yeah, probably the, the most important thing. So 
I guess we're segueing now into cooling. No, no, I want to hear more about you. But what I want to say is this: I want to, I want to know this. What you said that you were involved in some race teams at one time, too. Tell me how you got involved in that. I have. I've so so basically, I grew up as a kid around cars. I went to the military to get money for college because even though my dad ran a body shop, we weren't loaded. Uh-huh. Um, got out of that, and I got my first real job at a company called Spall. Um, it's an Italian manufacturer. They're one of Ferrari's tool builders, and I helped build Spall USA and uh, worked there for about 15 years, and then it was sold. And during that transition, they kind of de-emphasized the engineering. So then uh, we started our own company, Creative Works, mostly doing engineering work for automotive, off-highway. So I've done a lot of motorcycle projects for, like, Indian Motorcycle. When they rebranded it, I did the push-button start. Mm-hmm. Um, I do things for cranes for industrial vehicles. If you have a like a key fob on your ATV or truck truck winch made by Warren. I designed that key fob, and we manufacture that. And uh, we're trucking along here at our company, Creative Works, and I get a call from a friend of mine in Italy, and he goes, Hey, Bob, we want to launch a new cooling fan company in the United States. And uh, I said, Okay. And I knew the company. They were one of the uh, past suppliers to Spall. And uh, we're uh, starting in starting May of 2015, so just about four or five months ago, we um, started GC Cooling. We'll have our booth at SEMA this year, and we have high-performance cooling fans and blowers for hot rods, custom vehicles, agricultural equipment, motorcycles, ATVs, and uh, that's kind of where we're going. Um, now, back when I worked at Spall, I did a lot of things with the NASCAR team, CNR Racing Radiator, um, Ford, and I was able to be the crew chief and the builder of a Ford Ranger truck that we nicknamed the Rocket Ranger. Okay. Started that with a NASCAR motor in it. Okay, so, it. well, I got to ask you a question. You helped me with a lot of uh, arguments, and not arguments, discussions about NASCAR. How in the world do they have that much horsepower, go that many laps and that fast and that heat and keep cool? Cubic dollars. <laughs> Cubic dollars. <laughs> because I sit there, how many, what's the average horsepower nowadays on a... a Nine, uh, probably 900. 900 horsepower for 500 miles. Okay, and yeah. it doesn't overheat. And if a hot dog bun gets on it, a hot dog bun wrapper, it overheats. I don't get it, and I'm a gearhead. I'm still lost. No, from it's about moving, moving water and air, and finding the right wow, the right uh, combination there. So what you know, obviously, if the if the crew chief and the driver had what they wanted, there'd be tape over the whole grill area. Oh, more they, downforce, right? Yeah. They use that tape um, really for downforce and aerodynamic speed. And they can really control the cooling system, believe it or not, with a couple pieces of duct tape. Because the radiator is the right size for the motor, they know exactly what's going on. It's not, uh, you mentioned offline that you had a Tri-5 car and and you were talking about that. Well, the NASCAR teams, they know exactly how many BTUs they got to cool. That's amazing. They can size the radiator exactly to the right size. The other thing with NASCAR is is the cooling systems generally have a lot of coolant in them. maybe like four or five gallons. Right. And they also have four or five gallons of oil generally in their dry sump system. Okay. So okay. the oil is just as important cooler as the radiator. I understand. Well, hold those thoughts. When we get back, we're going to get a lot more technical because he's really starting to perk my interest here. I'm getting fired up because any day I can learn something look cool at the local bar when I'm watching the Daytona 500, I'm a cool guy. Bob, what is your title again? I'm the president. President of Creative Works Incorporated. And your website while we're on break, where can they go to look at your stuff? Creative Works, and this works with E-W-E-R-K-S-Inc.com or GCCooling.com. All right, brother. We'll be right back after this. This is Street Riding Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots. So like it or not, I'm going to keep on 
on the track, even one hundredth of a second decides who wins and who loses. That's why Bridgestone uses advanced racing technology to create their fastest street legal replacement tire yet. The new Bridgestone Potenza RE71R. Engineered with an innovative hydro evacuation surface and unique tread compounds, the new Potenza RE71R is designed to give you maximum grip and ultimate cornering on or off the track. Bridgestone is changing the game in tire performance. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. I'm still with Bob Folkstead, and he is the man at Creative Works Incorporated. And I hope you went and got on his website like I asked you to do. But, Bob, before we get started again, I have a buddy that's an engineer, and your guys, you can never, you either over focus or you focus on 50,000 things at once. I would love to have an engineer balance my checkbook. It'd be down to the penny. Because all you guys are constantly coming on with ideas and, 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 and fixes and. and and, and we could be out in the garage just something as simple as hanging a picture, and he'll hang that picture so good, I'll just laugh. What is with you guys? I don't know. Our mom must have dropped this on her head. <laughs> well, that's not the answer I was looking for, but it is amazing how you guys think. And, and I always say to people, there's A students and there's C students, and the A students invent it and the C students sell it. But I say, then there's the engineer. He's a B student because he knows how to make it, and he knows how to teach the guy to sell it. You ever hear anybody say that, or is that my own little makeup? Because that seems to be the norm for my world. I think I was more of a C student. Okay, you understood how to work with his hands. And got through. <laughs> How's that? How's that? So, so in the cooling world, from a manufacturer to a guy with a thirty-two Ford trying to keep it cool, what's the biggest mistake everybody makes nowadays? Never mount an electric cooling fan with things going through your radiator. That is the worst thing you could do. Say that one more time. Those little pins they push and hold fans, electric fans, on through uh-huh. the radiator core. Right. Never use those. Why? I never knew that. Well, just think about it. You got a three or four pound fan bouncing up and down on your radiator core, wherein the holes are knocking the fins loose as it starts to work its way down. It's just a app, uh, recipe for complete destruction. All right. Well, so what should you do? Make some sort of mounting bracket on the back of the. Yeah, use a bracket that, that mounts to the, the header or footer or the side rails of the radiator. So there's two common types of radiators in cars, right? A downflow, which mm-hmm. means it's got a tank on the top and the bottom, okay. or a crossflow, which means it's got a tank on the sides. Okay. In between those tanks, there's bars that hold the caps basically on. It keeps them from blowing off the end of the radiator. Okay. Mount the fan to those bars. And most all reputable fan manufacturers have a little foot or a bracket that can go in there, or you can fabricate something out of aluminum or steel to mount the fan to it. So let me let me share something with you. For about, I, I'm embarrassed to tell you this, for about 14 years now, I've been running the same dual fan. It's a puller behind my Griffith radiator. And I think it's even a Griffith fan or a Be Cool fan. And we are getting ready to replace that radiator just because it's an old aluminum radiator. I'm, I'm, it's starting to get bug bug suicides on the front of it. I can't straighten out. I'm tired of combing the fins and make them look pretty. What should I do? I mean, if you were me, should I order one of your fans? What should I put on the back of my car? I, I, I mean, need- that dual fan setup that you have. Probably works just fine, doesn't it? It works wonderful. I, I've got a 502, and it, it never, in a, maybe 200 degrees on the freeway. It runs hotter on the freeway than in, in traffic, and I don't understand that either. So I can tell you exactly. So if you're cruising around, your car doesn't overheat. The 185 all day long. I don't care how so hot the fan it. is doing its job. Now, when you're starting to go down the, the highway, making some horsepower, airflow is not your problem. Okay. Um, because you have that ram air coming through the grill. Right. You could have the air not going through the radiator, which could cause part of your problem. In other words, it 
there's a gap somewhere. It's, the air is going to take a path of least resistance. So you want to funnel the air into the core of the radiator. Okay. The other thing is if you got that 502 and your, your radiator in there and you're starting to heat up when you're making real horsepower, because, you know, idling around, you make your 500-horse engine might only make 80-horse. Okay. Um, you could have an undersized radiator for the job. Boy, but I buy the biggest one money. Come, I've got a 69 Chevelle uh, Camaro. We built the, uh, two, uh, years ago, we built the, um, the the core support to support a Chevelle-style 69 Camaro-style four-core radiator. Uh, what's actually, because Griffith has the one-inch, and there's two cores through it, and it's a side-to-side. And, um, it again, I had a blower motor behind that same radiator. I just feel that it's finally old. So you're saying when I'm on a freeway, it's getting like a swirling going on where it's not coming all the way through? You're, you could have the air not make its way through the grill and through the radiator core. Okay. okay. Huh. That could be one problem, or the radiator could be a little bit undersized for the horsepower that you're making at that speed. So how do I get a bigger radiator if it's the biggest one they make? Have one custom made, I guess? They got some that have the little... They've got... Griffin makes inch, inch and a quarter, inch and a half tubes, so uh-huh. they could do two rows of inch and a half tubes. Okay. I think I think I got two inch, two one inch rows. Two one inch would be pretty much standard. Um, you know, each radiator manufacturer has a little different deal. Um, the the fins are also important. So the way that they sipe the fins, or they they create the fins for the radiators, they can put put a little deflection to slow the air down, and and the air stays in the radiator just a little longer to okay. try to draw heat out of it. So. Okay. You know, talk to the radiator manufacturer. There's lots of good ones. I mean, you mentioned Griffin and Be Cool and, you know, Ron Davis and CNR Racing. All those are really good, reputable companies, Um, and they all have great technology. Just make sure you talk to to one of their tech guys and tell them what the engine is, what the gear is, what the car is. Okay. And then take a look when you're working on your car to make sure that the air can actually go through the radiator when you're going down the highway. Because if you have this big gaping hole somewhere that air is going to build up a little bit of pressure like a high pressure area and okay go out the low pressure area instead of through your radiator and okay that could be part of your problem so, so here's what i'm going to do bob i'm going to get that new radiator all ticked up i'm gonna get her polished up and if it's bad to do because i you know that keeps the heat from getting out of it i get it but i'm going to call you and give you the size and you're going to fit me up a, radi- a fan how's that sound sure or i can come over and help you put it on or you can send me the radiator and i'll mount them for you probably be better okay so you have a good tig water i take it yeah, I uh, take weld. Oh, me the man. Well, no, Bob, I, for one more. I try not to take weld everything, but uh, 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 now I'm the welding, all right, welding so, bitch here. All right, so for more information, where do people get more info on you? GCcooling.com. And what's the other one? CreativeWorksInc.com. And a phone number for a tech line, where can they call? 515-264-8222. All right, Bob, it's been a pleasure. Will you be at SEMA this year? Seventy All right, we'll come see you, man. I want to see if I want to put a face with the voice. This is Street Rod Custom Radio. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. The Dodge brothers weren't big on self-restraint, and thank goodness for that. Because when you're always pushing the limits, you engineer cars like the available 370-horsepower Dodge Charger with a Torque Flight 8-speed automatic transmission. It's why Dodge is the only brand that grows as fast as it drives. One drive and you'll discover why Dodge is America's fastest-growing performance brand. Data is calculated using the latest available year-over-year retail vehicle registrations. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.
Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. I'm your host, Dan Boots Longinette. And I've got a good friend of mine I've never had on this show yet, but I'm honored to introduce our buddy from Mac Tools. He is the vice president of Mac Tool Corporation, Robert Holmes. How are you doing, Robert? I'm doing good, Boots. How are you? I'm wonderful. Well, we talked on the beginning of the show about recapping the wonderful show we had up in Central Ohio at the one and only Columbus Zoo. And uh, I can't thank you enough for bringing Chip Foose to the table. And, uh, boy, did that take that show from four or five hundred cars, now we're pumping a thousand every year. Thank you so much for that. No, absolutely, and and certainly the thanks goes to Chip because we bring him in and we run him hard all weekend long at our show over at Mac Tools, and then get up early this morning and do some radio shows and get over to your stuff at the zoo, and it's just uh, it's a go 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 couple of days. But wow, is it all worth it? You know, as tired as I was Sunday evening when I got home, I had a smile on my face so hard my face ached. I mean, it was just wonderful. Again, we can't thank you enough. And, you know, let's talk about Chip for a minute. Your relationship, you've built a great relationship with him and I, but him and you, I mean, it has to just be an honor to have a guy, an icon like that. I mean, there's a lot of, I I, I say there's a lot of posers out there right now trying to beat Chip Foose, but there will never be another. I call him like he's Elvis does the music, Chip is the cars. But why? what makes Chip so much better than all the others? So, you know, obviously the guy's got tremendous talent, but the thing that, that in my opinion, that makes Chip uh, so unlike the others is that he's just Chip, right? He's just like you and I. He's a, he has no, no pun intended, he has no chip on his shoulder, right? right. He's he's just an average guy uh, uh, when, you, when you get to know him, and he's just, uh, he's just unbelievably kind-hearted and will just go out of his way for anybody or anything. Yeah, and you know, he, he, we had to hold him back on drawing everybody's cars because we had so many people that you, it was signatures only, I mean autographs only, but the funny thing is he would still sneak a car picture on us when you and I weren't looking. Yeah, yeah, he's, that's, you know, he, that's his passion, and that's what he loves to do, and there's one thing that he knows is he's gotten to where he's gotten because of because of his, his fans, and he wants to give back every chance he can, and then that means... You know, stay until midnight to draw cards for everybody. That's what he'll do. I've I've been with him many times where where we go well over well over our time limit. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this: you know, we 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 talk about the talent of building cars, but I think he's a better artist than he is a car builder. <laughs> yeah, I think he's pretty good at both. Yeah, no, he's awesome at both. But as artist wise, my goodness, his renderings are amazing. Yeah, they are. They're. Incredibly realistic, for and, sure. And the following that he has, I mean, here's the thing. He's been off air, he told me, for nine years was the last time he filmed the show. And people still come up, hey, I, I DVR'd all your shows, and I still go back and watch them all the time. How many oh, other yeah. TV shows can say that? It's true. And, it's true. And, and I hope soon he has a show again. I mean, how much longer are we going to wait before they sign him back up? Well, you know, he's he's always working on stuff, but but it seems like his priorities right now is to getting some of the stuff that he's he's delayed over the years uh, done. And when he's once he gets those done, I think he'll be back at it. Right, we need to get him back on the air because I tell you what, they, and to watch people shake and cry when they see him, I, I I do get a kick out of that because again, you and I know him as a chip, our buddy. I mean, he went to a pizza shop with us and ate regular good old guy pizza. I mean, he yep. he stays in an average hotel. You guys don't have to cut his pineapples anyway. <laughs> yep, none of that stuff for him. Right, he's, he's a he's a true, he's a hero of mine. Let me tell you something. You said something the other day. It really hit home that that it's all about relationships, and he's done so much for me. I wouldn't have this other show, which I actually love this show as much as my other one, or maybe even more because we talk more about street rods. But but without Chip hooking me up with Alan and through you, I couldn't. Th- I can't thank you guys enough. So and then to take this Columbus Zoo show and the number one zoo in the world. I mean, a lot of people don't like to hear that, but. When you get a thousand cars inside a zoo, 
You talk about giving back to your family if you're a gearhead dragging them out to those hot pavements all year. Yeah, no doubt. The zoo show is something special, you know, and, and it's it obviously it continues to grow and and just to, just the environment itself, right? To, to be it around hot rods and at the zoo, it's just it's mind blowing and and uh, you know it's it's incredible the amount of people that come and the unique cars that you see there. People bring all kinds of stuff from race cars to you know to uh, to street rods to to uh, you know muscle cars. It's just awesome. You know, I didn't get a chance to ask you, what was your favorite car there? I mean, I had so many. I, I, I ended up going with a Ford station wagon because it, it brought a childhood memory. But what did Robert Holmes like the most out of all the cars? So it's funny that you said that Ford station wagon because I, I noticed that Country Squire and how clean it was. Uh, and as soon as somebody said that you picked a unique Ford, I knew exactly what you picked. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'll be honest with you, it, it's, it's tough. With as many cars as there, it, it's tough to pick a, pick one favorite and. And uh, there's just some super quality stuff, and 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 I I gravitated towards that '67 uh, silver that the chip uh, silver Corvette that chip, chip picked as well. It's his favorite. Um, we looked at it separately, not even you know at the same time, and uh, that was the one that I gravitated to. The, the guy's story was awesome. Yes, you know, guy bought the car brand new and and had it his entire life. And he's the only one that's ever dri- driven it. He just restored it. It's just awesome. Awesome. It was, and it's four twenty-seven, and it had the right four twenty-seven, had four thirty-five horse, and we were joking back and forth. Chip and I were talking to that gentleman. He goes, "Well, I was going to get that all aluminum L eighty-eight car." He goes, "But back then, aluminum warped heads and broke, and you know how aluminum." He he went on and on and on. And then he said, "But I wish I would have now. I'd have a million dollar car instead of this one." I said, "No, this car's worth more than a million dollars in your heart." And he started sure. laughing. So, and then he was smart enough to buy a few gallons of lacquer because he knew he'd repaint it someday. To have the original lacquer type paint, that guy's a real innovator, you know, or smart, whatever you want to call him. He was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, but so no, I appreciate you, Boots, and and uh, you know what you've done for us as well over the last uh, last few years. And this event's become really great because of the partnership, right? It's right. Not, we we can, we can say what we can say about our relationship with Chip, and there's no doubt about it, that brings a lot to it. But it's the fact that that we had this vision to put this together, um, and uh, and and you and I work so well together, and yeah. and uh, everybody we bring together, you know, Tracy from the zoo, everybody just seems to work real well together. And I was telling everybody, you know, this morning and yesterday morning how much smoother the show went this year. And I, I think that all I did was walk around and talk to people. I never had to really think about anything that it just it just was it was just perfect that's awesome perfect. well robert real quick you know uh, mac tools is a professional series of tools how can people get more information how to become a franchisee because i know there's a ton of good routes open across the country oh absolutely if you want to call specifically about a franchisee call 877 mac tools interested in buying mac tools professional tools uh to work at home or wherever they're working on you always need good tools and you can call winning here mac tools if you're looking to buy tools but 877 mac tools if you're looking to, to buy a business 800 Mac Tools if you're looking to buy some tools. All right, Robert Holmes, Vice President of Mac Tools, brings me Chip Foose every year and made a good friend for me in life, and he's a good friend also. This is Street Rod and Custom Radio. We'll be right back after this. Haynes Manuals are now available in online format for all electronic devices. With Haynes Manual Online, you get all the trusted content of the Haynes Printed Manual. Added features include the ability to enlarge every color photo, a keyword search function, and a detailed troubleshooting section. There are over 180 car, truck, and motorcycle online manuals to choose from, with more being added every day. Go to Haynes.com and enter your make, model, and year to find the Haynes Online Manual for your vehicle. You can do it for yourself. Let Haynes Manuals Online show you how. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. And I have the other superstar of the Columbus Zoo car show that we drug trip foods to, that he loves, by the way, is Tracy Mernan. And he is the man, the Mernan man of the Columbus Zoo. And Tracy, uh, can't thank you enough. Um, boy, you talk about putting us both on the map, huh? Yeah, we, we're honestly, we're very fortunate. We dodged all the storms. Yeah. Uh, woke up Sunday morning to an amazing day. And, uh, and, and it showed. We, we had the... Uh, I don't know. You you probably know the count better than I do, but uh, it, was, it was a terrific turnout. Yeah, we're we're going with a thousand because I don't feel like auditing the paperwork like we did last year. But but not only it's not talking about the amount of cars, it's the quality of the cars. I mean, well, obviously Chip Foose has been a huge draw to this show. The the, the, the uh, benefit of Mac Tools' relationship that's brought him and just has changed the entire format of our show to where we also had almost thirteen thousand people in attendance that day. Whoa. Yeah. So, so, so it's not just the thousand cars and the fifteen hundred people who may have came in them. Right. But we had thirteen thousand visitors that came to the zoo. Now, you know, I'm sure not every one of them came to see the cars, but with all the added attractions, it's all part of making us number one. You know what? I got a story for you. I don't know if I got to share with you or not, but Tom Stop, uh, he is president of the Columbus Zoo now, right? That's his title. That is correct. Okay, so uh, I was on the golf cart with Chip, and we're driving along, and this lady's just freaking out on her husband. And she goes, they should have at least told us there's a car show today. This this is ridiculous. And, da, 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 da. and he okay. real quietly looked at her and said, honey, why do you think I came today? And I tell you exactly. what, Ch- Chip Foose and I about wrecked my golf cart because it was just, I, if I had a, a hidden camera, it would have been the perfect segment on, you know, candy camera or something because it was so funny the way he said it. And that that's the thing. And then she actually smiled a little bit after he said that because we started busting out laughing. So. Well, and that's, that's how you always promote the show is that, uh, you know, we're not in a parking lot. Nothing against parking lot car shows. I mean, they're obviously very popular, but you're in the middle of the zoo. So right. you can bring your family instead of them uh, being stuck at home and, and they get the boat. You know, several of our award winners were actually not even there to receive their award because they were with their family in our new heart of Africa. Right, right. I mean, it, it's just, a you know, it, there's some wholesome things left in our wonderful country. As bad as everybody bashes us, car shows and the zoos are very big parts of keeping families together and it's all positive you know yeah. I, you can't go to a zoo in this wonderful country and not get excited about seeing these wonderful animals you know they they live like kings which is awesome because you know they're they're giving us enjoyment too so i love zoos and and i think it's wonderful well, that we have a car show inside a zoo yeah it's all about the species survival at the zoos and it's not uh it's it's to save those species from being extinct and uh, we try to combine both worlds by having the car show in the zoo grounds. We get people to come to the zoo that maybe normally wouldn't, and then they realize what a beautiful place it is and, and what our mission is, and it's all positive. Right. I mean, it's amazing. And so what did you come up with this idea? Because a lot of people come and go, how in the world did you pull this off? I was like, well, it's Tracy Mernan that started it. But, I mean, again, go, let's go back nine years when you started this. Did the board look at you like you were crazy? Yeah, well, it, it's <laughs> – the board of directors has always put on our marketing department, which I'm not part of the marketing department. I just happen to be in the car world, as you know. Right. There's always that struggle, again, to find ways to get people to come to the zoo that maybe just don't pay that much attention to us. So over the years, we've created several concerts, as you know, that are normally not associated with the zoo. We have the Craft Brew Fest. But uh, the car show is a no-brainer because it's a perfect uh, Sunday afternoon kind of thing to do. And um, it, it mixes kids, wives, 
and parents. I mean, you know what I mean? So, whereas the concert's just going to draw adults. This brings the entire family out. We had Scooby, Scooby and Shaggy in the Mystery Machine. Right, right. And uh, that, that's all part of it, just making a family fun day at the zoo. You know, and i got to say this, it's, it's so funny that for months I sit here and I preach to Ryan and all the other radio shows I do. I'm like, you know, we got to keep the, the torch burning with these young kids. And the good thing about the zoo show every year, it gives me that hope that there's about, you know, out of the 13,000 people, all those kids have an opportunity to understand what classic cars and street rods are all about because they, they get mom's new Prius. They don't know what a cool car is. You know? Well, and did you notice how many kids, and I mean from the age of the five-year-old to 12-year-old, were approached Chip, and they had gotten one of his uh, vehicles from the Mac Tool truck that was on display, uh-huh. and they were having him autograph it. And then he would ask them what their favorite car was, and he would draw it for them. And that has got to instill something in those children when somebody like that, you know, that they can look up to, spends that kind of time with them. Right. Uh, right. So I, I was amazed when I saw that. There was a couple little girls, and they were just fascinated by the time he spent with them, and he, you know, actually conversed with them rather right. than just you know talking talk, by or whatever. yeah, talk at them like a lot of the superstars do. And, that, and then Foose is priceless. I mean, Robert Holmes will tell you he he he's just you know Tracy. I don't know if you know this or not. His show has not been on for nine years. Nine years now, is the last time. That seems time. amazing because actually I, it's on like every night. Yeah, they, they rerun them over and over and over. And then for yeah. those of you that are listening and haven't watched Overhauling, you need to – it's probably on all those uh, online things you could watch. But It's certainly better than some of the new ones they have out. That's yeah, for sure. The new ones – I mean, no offense to those guys. I know it's all about ratings and, and, and that big explosive action. But, you know, hurrying up. We've got to make the auction. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. I That seems to be the new trend. But yeah. the thing about overhauling, it was always a feel-good story. A guy was hurt in a war or a, or his family member or he was ill and his, his dream was to get his 68 Super B done. And boom, they did it. So, yeah, his chip show was giving back. He yeah. always had something giving back to the community or giving back to our veterans, and that's what makes him so popular. Right, right. So, but, Tracy. Uh, yeah, I'm, again, uh, Mac Tools <laughs> and Chip Boost and uh, you, of course, Boots. The, the Columbus Zoo couldn't be happier with the results. And, uh-huh. Next year's our 10th anniversary. Wow, and I can't wait to do a 10th. We'll have to do some special trophy for that. And yeah. what we'll do next year is have a little area where Chip can sign on somewhere white. I got thinking about that as he signs those trophies. But, but Tracy, so if someone all over the country gets in our region, and I know we got great amusement parks all over the wonderful USA, but I'm going to tell you folks, if you ever want to come to a place and travel across the country, you need to go to the Columbus Zoo located just northwest of Columbus, Ohio. And I promise you, you won't have a bad time. It's the most awesome zoo on the planet. What do you think, Tracy? Uh, well, we are number one. Right, ClumbusZoo.org for more information. ClumbusZoo.org. And Tracy Renan, I can't thank you enough. And uh, we're going to take a break. And we'll be right back after this with more fun stuff. This is Street Rod right. Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots and Longinette. The Covercraft products you know and trust are now available directly to you at Covercraft.com. You'll find custom car covers manufactured with high-performance fabrics, Carhartt seat covers in new Realtree camo patterns, dash mat dashboard covers, Colgan custom bras, specialty protection products from K9 covers, and a whole bunch more. Be sure to use the code DRIVE at checkout to receive free shipping in the continental U.S. Get protection for whatever you drive at Covercraft.com. Welcome 
Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio, and I am still pumped up. What what wonderful three interviews. And usually we get two people during the show, but we got three good guests today, Robert and Tracy and Bob. Well, we want to Bob get all sides of the Mac, uh, the oh, yeah. Mac Tools show and the uh, Columbus Zoo show, and now I want to get your side. Uh-oh. Because I wasn't here. I was out of town last weekend. But I want to know, what did you see this week that really caught your... I I know you work well, a lot and you don't get to run around a lot, but you know that that wagon we spoke about that that there's a story behind that wagon we didn't touch on. My parents had a similar '67 uh, Ford wagon. It was a wood grain. It was baby blue with the wood grain sides. And I remember it's my first car that I ever went 100 mile an hour in. I used to beg my dad. I'd be up on the back seat going, "Come on, Dad! Come on! Come on! Come on!" And I also got him to. I'd always use that excuse, but I can tell you it's the first car I went 100 mile an hour. But I'd always stroke him and say that I haven't gone 100 mile an hour yet. He goes, oh, "I thought we already did that." Maybe it was one of the other boys. So every car we owned, I always challenged my dad to go 100. Now I don't suggest you do this at home, but over the years I kept this window sticker out of that car, out of that station. Really? And yeah, this is no kidding. So about two years ago, I was at another big show and I saw that wagon and I met the family. What a wonderful family! Husband, wife, kids. I mean, this car is pristine. I tried to buy it, and he wouldn't sell it to me. But then I said, you know, I got something for you. You coming back next year? He came back that show. I dug that sticker out in mint condition. Now, the VIN number didn't match, but the options were pretty much spot on, other than the color and the VIN number. And I think there was a radio difference, and I handed it to him. He goes, you kidding me? I said, absolutely. I said, you know what? I'll never do anything with this. I'm afraid if I ever die someday, I'll end up in the garbage. So I want to stay with your car. And he puts it up on the dashboard. And so as I'm driving around with Foose on a golf cart trying to pick his car, we finally picked the Corvette we spoke about. And I thought, well, wait, what am I going to go with? And out of all the cars that touched me, that car touched me again. So I gave him the boots pick, and he got a big trophy. I had Chip signed the trophy. I signed the trophy. He got a $50 Jags gift card, a local big guy. Uh, he was probably ecstatic. Oh, huh? he was pumped. His kids were pumped. And, and that's what it's all about. That, you know, there was there was nicer cars. There were cooler cars. I and mean, it's a bone stock 67 Ford station wagon, Woody, 390, just mint. The wood grain, it was, I think it was his parents' car. But it feels so good to walk by that car and see my parents that are both deceased. One of my mom's favorite cars, her window sticker with that guy's car. Now, who's going to go up and check the VIN number? Who's going to go out and look at that close? This is the fact For he sure. has an original window sticker about the same year. Now, real quick, I don't want to go away from the show too much, but why did you keep that? I got every window sticker of every car I've ever bought new, me personally. No kidding. Got every one of them. All of them. Every one of them. You my 87 would. Cougar, my 87 Ford Ranger. I had a Cougar XR7. My first truck was an 87 Ford Ranger STX, stick shift, nowhere. My second vehicle was an 87 XR7 uh, Cougar loaded, V8, you name it. Because I didn't like that Ford Turbo four-cylinder. I was scared. But back then, turbos weren't in. And back then, the Trans Am turbos gave everybody headaches. So the word turbo used to be taboo like diesel once was. And then I bought, uh, after that, I had demos because I ran car dealerships. But I have every, and then I bought a, they took our demo program away. I have a 05, a 95 F-150, a 96 F-150, a 97 F-150, two expeditions. I had a lot of Fords, but I have all those window stickers. They're all in boxes in a keepsake box. That's so, interesting. I would never even think to no, do no. something like that. You know that. what my goal is? I, if I ever make it big, what a, what a cliche that is. Make it big where I've got all much money and all kind of money don't want to do with it. I'm going to buy a new Hellcat. I'm going to buy a new Mustang and a new Camaro. The baddest of the bad, or every option. And when they come in, they're not allowed to touch them. I'm going to take a, a camera crew, and I'm going to film that car. I'm going to drain the oil out and put it in, into uh, some sort of device that will save it. I'm going to drain the transmission fluid out. I'm going to drain the windshield washer fluid out. Every, every fluid on that car, I'm going to take the wiper blades off, the tires, the brakes, the drums. 
everything. And I'm going to document it all. I'm going to put it in, in, in like temperature-controlled boxes where they can't get injured. And then 20, 30 years from now, I'll be dead and gone, but I want my daughter to pay someone to reassemble those cars with with maybe under five miles on these cars and run them as the, – the, they're all going to be white. They're all going to be blue. Whatever color I can get, pretty much the same, maybe all three black, and run them through Barrett-Jackson, and you watch how much money you'll make on those three cars. And that's cars. what you say. Unique and different is what makes the money Because some rich guy, someone like Hendrix or someone like Jay Leno or someone like – Whoever is going to sit there and go, where else can I get the big three coolest cars? And if there's an import out that year similar, I'll get it too. And have that little, and I'm going to put it in time capsules, like those little uh, squishy little mm-hmm. buildings, those little tents they sell. What are those things called? A little garage within a garage. We yeah. drop a hammer once a garage. I think it'd be so cool. So cool. So Tracy mentioned it next year. Is the tenth year of Colos yeah. Car Classic at uh, Columbus Zoo. Columbus Zoo. You recommend people. Show up, like make your plans now because it's an amazing show. Oh yeah, if you come, if you come from out of state, more than if you come more than three hundred miles, I'll and you're the first three people to get a hold of me. I'll comp your room next year. You got to travel to get here, but I'll do the trade with a local hotel to make sure the first three people to get a hold of me. I don't care if you're from Texas; only twenty four hour drive. That's awesome. And come to one of the best shows in the country. But we'll be back next week, Baker and I. We love doing this show, and this is Street Rod and Custom Radio, and I am your host, Dan Boots Longinette. Ryan Baker was coming to you from the Fish Bowl. See you next week. Where does the love for a car come from? If the car is a Subaru Legacy, the answer would be the symmetrical all-wheel drive. Power goes to all four wheels all the time for optimum grip. The Subaru Boxer engine's lower center of gravity makes the Subaru Legacy more responsive around corners and gets better fuel economy than front-wheel drive competitors. What you have then is a mid-size sedan with grip, handling, and enviable fuel economy. It's no wonder it turns people into people who love cars. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru.